What do you call an evil turkey? What? I'm excited. Look at that face. A poultry geist. <laughs> Hello and welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Happy Thanksgiving! Gobble, 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 gobble! Well, hopefully you're not eating your turkey while Tiffany just gobbled in your ear. Eh, Unless you're trying to ignore your family, in which case we get it. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Not this. I'm spending Thanksgiving with my mom. JK, so I love good. you, family. Please listen. <laughs> Just maybe not to that part. Actually, this is uh, the first year that Matthew and I are hosting Thanksgiving at our house. That's I'm really exciting. Excited. Yeah, because this is baby girl's first Thanksgiving, and it's easier to have everybody come to us to experience yes. her first mm-hmm. than go to like four different places. So, Are you having both sides of the family? Yes. Wow. Ooh. I know. I'm so excited. That'll be, be a blast. Yeah. yeah. It'll be good times. Uh-huh. Ashley, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? We'll figure it out. Yay! <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, how about we uh, dip into our poisons since I already know Ashley's and it goes along with her former Thanksgiving plans. what I'm doing plans. for Thanksgiving. Ashley, what's your poison? Fucking weather. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I am not laughing at the situation. No. I'm laughing at the statement. So again, I know we kind of have pinpointed a couple times how early, how ahead we are recording. But it's fine. um Hurricane Michael is the mm. son of a bitch. Yeah, he is. And I know we've talked about my family's house in Florida a couple times on the podcast, and our house was in Mexico Beach and yeah. uh is no longer. So it's been a bit of a week. Trying to process all that. Luckily, it's not our permanent home. Nope. We weren't there. And things are replaceable. Yes. But it still really fucking sucks. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not real sure what I'll be doing for Thanksgiving. Probably going to Mississippi to my mom's house instead of going to the beach house, which I know, poor me. I mean, you might find another roadside attraction. Maybe. That's true. And it'll be first Mm -hmm. for Hagrid. If it doesn't touch Georgia, he's never been there. so yeah and they're like an hour outside of new orleans yes so i think i'm gonna take them into new orleans while we're there so it'll still be fun and give me another week or two and i'll be super excited yes but right now it just really fucking sucks yes yep so and it's just been one of those weeks where it's like this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened you just want to say fuck everybody i'm gonna go sit in a bathtub with a bottle of wine and i haven't had a chance to do that so instead i'm gonna sit here and talk with y'all and drink, drink a bottle, bottle of wine. wine. It's still <laughs> cheaper than therapy. Yes, yes. very true. Oh. Not to make a joke, but we oh. are cheaper than therapy. Shall we segue? <laughs> segue. <laughs> Tiffany, what's your poison this week? I just found out how much therapy costs. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god. Oh, that's what I spent my day doing was looking up therapy. And um, with insurance, it's still $60 a session, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things is not a lot. But whenever uh, you're broke and one of your big, like, triggers for all of your anxiety is money, that's not fun. No. no. But it's better than it could be. And mental health is very important. Mm-hmm. And prioritizing that is worth, you know, cutting out. I can make $60 cut somewhere. So it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But holy cannolis. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So, Rebecca, we're going to be providing the wine for the next couple episodes. So, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> nah, no, we're good. We're good there. I just, no, uh, to I was. yourself, come up with new cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> I was just not prepared for that, but it's fine. It's mm-hmm. all good. Although. It will be worth it. It mm-hmm. will be. And there are some really good services out there that you can do, like, over the phone and all that. And. If you're a fan of Wine and Crime, they have a promo code for Talkspace, and yes. you should check that out because it's awesome. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, that was That's my poison this week, is trying to get in the right mental space. But, God, it's expensive. Yeah, it's <clears throat> so, tough. Yeah. What is your poison this week, Rebecca? So, my poison is I recently discovered meal kits. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, my. Why have They're I not so been good. doing this for years? I live by myself with my cat, <laughs> and... Like, I, this is, like, my second week. I have not wasted food. Mm-mm. I have eaten everything. That's awesome. And it's all so good, isn't it? It is. Well, some of it's better than others. Well, and yeah. I'm learning, like, which recipes I like from the, I guess, host, mm-hmm. supplier. Yeah. I'm an engineer. Um, <laughs> supplier I am using. But, yeah, it's awesome because it's just nice to be able to open my fridge and be like, oh, I can make this or this and this. And it's only going to take me about 30 minutes. Right. And everything's there. And everything's there. And, like, you only have to go to the grocery store for wine and cat food. Yeah, pretty much. I was just going to ask if that was, like, an add-on option. Like, Oh, they do have wine clubs. And I am looking into that, too. Oh, yes. Mainly not just because they sent me an email saying, hey, $60 off your first box. I'm like, hello. Fresh. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> had to take that opportunity sorry but yeah my poison is just me finally figuring out how to adult oh my god those those meal clubs are amazing well i mean like for the amount that i'm spending for a box of four meals two servings each like i would maybe get three meals out of from the grocery store and and, waste and waste food because i can make a pot of spaghetti and then throw away half of it right yeah because after two meals i'm done with it yeah i'm not Um, gonna eat it I'm sorry, children in Africa. <laughs> if you're listening to our podcast, you probably don't have to stress about uh, so for me, mom's this, spaghetti. For me, this is working and it's excellent. That's good. All right. So we are going to cover something that I thought was super cool when I came across it. And it's very, uh, it's in the odd spectrum of what we cover. Okay. Huh? So, you know, we cover the history. No, 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 no. I get it. I'm just, I'm trying oddity. to figure out what it is. Yeah. We're in the it's odd a, FDGD. Yeah. I have it Fucking written Fucking damn goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's had a week. There's yeah. a, there yeah, are lots of expletives. <laughs> um, or I could say fucking damn gosh darn. Is that better? No. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany has on our schedule FDGD is the only uh, clue I have. So. Yes. And so we said we were going to start talking about like what we're going to cover so that none of us cover the same topic um, in our research. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty sure you guys weren't going to come across this one, so I just didn't tell you about it. Fair. So we're going to talk about Grandpa, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong. He's Norwegian. So if anybody knows how to speak Norwegian, you know, correct me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Grandpa <laughs> Bredo Morstol? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm guessing that's 100%. Kind of like my Asian pronunciations. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Asian pronunciations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, Grandpa Bredo, we're going to call him Grandpa Brito because it sounds Grandpa like... Burrito. Because it sounds like burrito. Is it? G-B. <laughs> Grandpa B. Grandpa B. Pop, pop, B. Oh, pop, pop. Pop, pop, B. 
So, Grandpa B was uh, born February 29th in 1900 in a place that I have written down, but it was in Western Norway. Okay. Yeah. Go it's... for it. Try and pronounce it. Do it. Okay. Is for Jordan yeah. Romstel? Oh. Yeah. It's for Jordan Romstel. Exactly. Yep. I'm 100% positive that's how you pronounce it. That's how we pronounce it. <laughs> it is now. Yes. <laughs> Um, he married his wife, Anna, in the late 1920s, and they had two children. He was the head of Parks and Recreation until his retirement in 1967, and I got excited because I love Parks and Rec, so there's that. So he was Ron Swanson for... Oh, God, he's the even cooler now. The 1900s in Norway. <laughs> yes, he's even cooler now. He was fond of painting, fishing, hiking, and skiing, and then he died November 6, 1989. <laughs> Well, that was short. Yep. So that wasn't. I mean, that's my topic. Hey, hey. and now the special things. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So he died when he was eighty-nine. He did November sixth, which is R.I.P. Grandpa days. B. Where are we going with the story? Because so far we have dude dead, pretty much, and he was Ron Swanson, the Norwegian Ron Swanson of the nineteen hundreds. Duh. Anyway, so, <laughs> so when he died. His grandson had him immediately packed in ice and shipped to Transtime Cryonics Facility in Oakland, California, where he was cryogenically prepared and frozen with the hope of one day being reanimated. All right, Walt Disney, what's up? That's actually a common misconception. (laughs) I know. He was, (laughs) yeah, he was, um, why can I not think of the word? Cremated. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, I didn't mean to be insensitive, but... I'm sorry, podcast listeners, but you didn't see, like, the motions that went with that. Yeah, I had jazz hands for the fire. Yes. It's like... (laughs) I don't speak TSL, which is Tiffany Sign Language. You're learning, though. You'll get there. there. uh, Yep. Immersion (laughs) therapy. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Grandpa B frozen got it yes and i wanted to do some research on <laughs> so they shipped him from norway to california in 1989 okay yeah so 1989 i mean ice was invented by that point no for some reason just with him being born in the 1900s i was thinking like way back and how he wouldn't have made it but they had planes and stuff so they did that's it yep yeah <laughs> So let me give you a little info on cryonics, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But cryogenics? No. Well, cryogenically frozen, but the process of doing that, like the whole science behind it is the cryonics. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Which I did some sciencey research on this, and I was so proud of myself. I was like, Rebecca's going to be so proud of me. Cookie Monster's going to be proud too. (gasps) Yes. Sorry. The way you said that, I was like, what the heck? Yes. What? Yes. Cookie Monster, if you're out there, this is for you. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, you can't change your name, by ooh, the way. This part of my story is sponsored by Reason, Science, and Logic. You know who you are, Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cryonics comes from the Greek word cryos, meaning cold. Original. It, I know. And it's the low temperature preservation of a human corpse with the hopes that resurrection, nope, resuscitation <laughs> and restoration to life and full health may be possible in the future. Cryonics depends on the belief that the frozen body has not experienced information theoretic death information so they're basically hoping the freezing of the body preserves the brain yes and i actually have a information on that so that uh me and ashley would understand it thank you (laughs) 
information theoretic death is the scrambling of information within a brain to such an extent that recovery of the original person becomes theoretically impossible. So like a corrupted hard drive. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Says our technical advisor. (laughs) So cryonics is uh, highly scrutinized in the science world. Why? Because they want to bring people back to life. Gotcha. Yeah. But zombie, zombie, zombie. Oh, I don't like that song. Oh, how do you not like this? Her voice in the song annoys the ever living hell out of me. Who is it? Somebody does a really good cover of it. Matthew, the ruler. Nope. Yep. All right, so um, cryonics, while it is highly scrutinized in the medical defi- or medical field, it is useful because um, using that technology helps preserve organs, you know, for... Yep. Transplant. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And also, there's a... Uh, when there is a surgery on the aortic arc, yes. <laughs> Does that say arc? Did she arc- copy and paste aortic that correctly? Arc. Arc? arc? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. I just... Okay. Sure. They freeze you... A bit. Um, <laughs> by keeping the brain at around 25 degrees Celsius, which Ew. is considered deep hypothermia, surgeries can... Whoa, 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 whoa. 25 degrees Celsius? Yes. That is not below freezing. Are you sure it's not Fahrenheit? I copy-pasted this part. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just cool enough to, like, slow down the blood. Yeah, because your normal body temperature is 98.6. So, 77 degrees Fahrenheit. So, we're talking about the shutting down of it to freeze the organs. No, we're just talking about um, this is considered deep hypothermia. For your brain at 25 degrees Celsius. Okay. Because, I mean, it's okay. more than 10 degrees lower than your normal. Hold on. Yeah, because your body temp is like 97, 8. 98.6. 98.6. And it takes it down to your body temperature body to 77 temp. degrees. So, normal body temp in Celsius is 37 degrees. Okay. Yeah, so that's still taking you down 12 degrees. That's yeah a lot when your body's used to functioning. All right. So, my notes weren't wrong. Thanks, Wikipedia. Woo-woo. Sources cited. All right. So, by keeping the brain at around 25 degrees Celsius, which is considered deep hypothermia, surgeries can stretch to be around half an hour with very good neurological recovery rates. Stretching that to 40 minutes increases the risk of short-term and long-term neurological damage, though. So, 20 minutes, ecosia. 40 40 minutes, not so much. It's hit or miss. So, yeah. Which, I don't want to get too far off on this because it doesn't have much to do with my story. I mean, it kind of does. Too late. (laughs) Anyway. Cryoprotectants are used to preserve ice formation during cryopreservation. I went to look that up and then forgot, got derailed, so don't ask me what cryoprotectants are. It probably prevents the um, crystalline structures of the ice from getting too big and thus damaging the cell structure. There's our Ravenclaw. You got this, girl. Uh, The first corpse to be cryopreserved was Dr. James Bedford in 1967. And as of 2014, about 250 bodies are cryopreserved in the U.S., and 1,500 people have made arrangements for cryopreservation after their legal death. So do they have, like, a mausoleum that's just, like, cryogenically frozen people instead of... They have, like, facilities, like uh, the place where Grandpa B was shipped to, um, Trans Time Cryonics Facility in Oakland, California. we got just a couple a bunch of, of frozen bodies floating around. Do they around. give tours? I don't know if they do, but let me finish my story, and I got you covered <gasps> around at least one. Oh, road trip. <clears throat> so, Slash yeah. plane trip. Yeah, I want to do this. So he remained at Trans Time until 1993, and then he was moved to Nederland, Colorado. His grandson, whom we mentioned before, and I'm going to call him Trigv. Nope, I'm not. I'm going to call him T. Uh, 
But his Better. name is spelled T-R-Y-G-V-E. Trigev? Sure. Odd is his daughter, and Trigev is his son, uh, her son. So his grandson, T. He touches on the odd <laughs> side of things. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, I love you. Uh, <laughs> all right. T and Odd had hopes. This is like T and Doe. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. It's not like T and Doe. I just like came out. Anyway. Uh, I was saying it was more like us. Yeah. T and Odd. <laughs> so Ashley and Tiffany um, had hopes of their building their own cryogenic facility. Oh, no. Too smart. In reality, it was a shed with <laughs> 1,600 pounds of dry ice surrounding the body. Fair. Okay. Okay? <laughs> if a dry ice can make a spooky witch's cauldron, Imagine it can preserve like a body. Like a, you know, I started a cryogenics lab in my backyard. <laughs> Just got to keep the ice fresh. They're from Norway and live Summers in Colorado. Are a bitch. What kind of accent is that? Summers are a bitch. Summers are a bitch. <laughs> They sound like the uh, the guy from uh, Frozen that owns. The, oh, yeah. he owns the little shack. Mm-hmm. I feel like I like combine a redneck accent with a Canadian accent. I'm sorry. Don't no, I like it. All right. So by uh, bodies cryogenically suspended are normally kept at around negative 320 degrees, but Grandpa B is kept around negative 109. Mm. So Celsius or Fahrenheit. I'm assuming that one's Fahrenheit. I didn't write it down. And okay. when it's Celsius, I mean, Celsius, both of those are very cold. Yeah. When it's <laughs> Celsius, I put C so that I know to. Negative any degree. No, thank you. Yeah. Let me give you a little bit of background on T real quick. <laughs> he is the son Spill of it. Odd and grandson of B. He came to the U.S. in 1980 to be safe from nuclear war. Probably a good idea. He came here? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. It's not like we're a giant target or anything. I mean, in the 80s, probably wasn't as bad. All right. So, he is described as long-haired, bearded, and enjoys scoffing at authority. Oh, hey. How you doing? <laughs> right up Ashley's alley. <laughs> Have you met her husband? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and bearded, and he scoffs at author- authority? hmm And he's growing out his hair, so. There you go. Hey. Oh, boy. Does he have any frozen bodies in the backyard? No, nope. not in the backyard. <laughs> no. Okay, good. We have a kid and dogs. So. Not a good idea. So he uh, was arrested at the Stapleton Airport in 1986 for joking that he was going to hijack a plane. <laughs> he was arrested again in 1988 for trespassing on the Colorado University president's property. And um, yeah, there's that. Okay, <clears throat> two arrests, scoffs, scoffed. <laughs> In February of 1994, he broke the world record for ice bathing. He immersed himself in a 1,500-gallon tank of ice water for an hour and four minutes. Yeah. Is he following in his grandfather's footsteps? I guess he is. So, because he was trying to do this, he invited all the local newspapers. And, you know, that's exciting because you just broke a world record. But he had an expired visa. So that was a smart move. Um, <laughs> so, of course, INS issued a deportation warrant, and um, he ended up evading authorities for a while, but was deported later that year. Yep. Wah, wah. Poor darling. Um, sorry, I got distracted in my notes. <laughs> Poor so, darling. <laughs> so, what happened next? I don't know, Tiffany. Odd kept her father cool after T's deportation. <laughs> <laughs> But soon received an eviction notice for having no electricity or pub- 
plumbing. Oh. I know. Obviously, she was worried about her father, so she told a local reporter about his body, and that reporter went to City Hall and informed them about the body. As you do? Yes. According to an article in the February 7th, 1995 Denver Post, Odd was found guilty by a jury of building use and zoning violations, and the Nederland town judge ordered her to remove the frozen body from Nederland by March 6th or face 10 days in jail and a $600 fine. Such simpler times. <laughs> but because of this case, there were really no like laws against keeping dead bodies frozen in your oh. backyard. Yeah. So that's where that came from. <laughs> yeah, I guess. At least for Nederland, Colorado, this is where it came from. They added a broad new provision to... Uh-huh. Section 734 of their municipal code, keeping of bodies. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What other code would it be? (laughs) Outlawing the keeping of, quote, the whole or any part of the person, body, or carcass of a human being or animal or other biological species which is not alive upon any property. That what? I know. Basically, don't keep dead things on your body or on your property. Can you have taxidermy? What about freezers, which specific purpose are to keep your ground beef that you bought on sale fresh well that's not like keeping their body or carcass that's not technically a living that's not keeping their body or the carcass a lot like trying to yeah isn't mold technically an organism yeah but it's not a carcass it said or any other biological species we're getting way too technical anyway due to this case and all the public support behind it (laughs) grandpa b was grandfathered in (laughs) (laughs) and allowed to stay on the property (laughs) is that in your notes (laughs) pause for laughter i did not put pause for laughter but i should have well you didn't need it because you got me that was good so after this the local environmental company took over running the facility the local tough shed supplier wait their shed yes okay Uh just wanted to make sure it's an official shed now it's official but wait There was a local Tough Shed supplier in a Denver radio station who built a new shed and called it the Tough Shed Cryogenic Mausoleum. Hey! Hey! So now they have a facility. Now every month, the Iceman, basically the caretaker, and a team of volunteers delivers 1,600 pounds of dry ice and packs it around Grandpa B in his sarcophagus, surrounded by foam padding, a tarp, and blankets. Nobody's paid for this poor man to upgrade? No. Okay. I mean, he doesn't have a shed anymore. Now he's got a tough shed. It's still a shed. But it's a tough shed. It's a fancy shed. It's a fancy shed. And people. Yes. And dedicated Iceman and volunteers. I would like an Iceman. So if this happened in your small town, what would you do? You'd start a festival, of course. Oh, yay. Yay. Yeah. This is what my topic is about. Frozen dead guy days. Are you ready? Is that the name of the festival? Yes. F-D-G-D. Frozen, Frozen Dead Guy Days. Yes. FDGD. I'm in Colorado. so excited about this. Nederland, Colorado. Okay. And what do we do at Frozen Dead Where's Guy Days? Where's the closest so largest city? Boulder. No, at where? Like, how far? Uh, not too far. Because, I mean, it's sandwiched in between a couple. I tried to look up some information on it. I know they have, as of 2010. How did you hear about this? I was Googling weird shit. <laughs> Um, there. Actually, I think it was North America weird shit. <laughs> and I came across it after lots Out of, of days. 28 minutes outside of Boulder. Yes. Their population as of 2010 was 1,145 people. That's and they have a bus. big. No, it's not. Because in the town that you and I live in, there are roughly 30,000 people in 2010. 
So. Yeah. Yeah. True. How about that fact? I did so much research on this. I'm so proud of myself. Mm. <laughs> mm. Check it. <laughs> Check it. Uh. <laughs> so. I'm pretty sure that's why this festival started was because they're such a small town. Like, it brings in a lot of... They're like, hey, we got a Frozen Dead Guy. Come on I mean, the festival is called Frozen Dead Guy Days. I mean, you kind of want to check it out at least once. I'm intrigued. I really want to go. I have connections in Colorado. There we go. Let's do this. We got a place to stay. All right. So, beginning in 2002, Frozen Dead Guy Days occurs the first full weekend of March each year, which this year is like the 8th through the 10th, I think. Hmm. So, I know. I'm excited. They kick off their festivities Friday night with a blue ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was so proud of that one. No, Not happy. Happy with that one. That's that's what it's actually called. That is why she did this topic. You yeah. realize that, right? <laughs> I'm getting... Yep. I am going to order us one of their posters. They've got, like, blue ball posters. Um, they, yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. All right. So you can <laughs> find our Patreon to send us to the blue ball at... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm so happy. Stay tuned. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon on the ball. <laughs> You're right. I needed more wine. Okay. <clears throat> so they kick off their festivities with, do I now? <laughs> with the blue ball. Oh. <laughs> do I want to know what they do next? That's, well, the blue ball has, like, a live band and, um, oh, hold on. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Sorry. It is $20 for a ticket to the blue ball. That it? Do you have That's to, it. Do you wear all blue? There is a costume contest where you can either be the cold as ice queen Ooh. or Grandpa B. Ooh. I don't know who I would rather be. <laughs> couples costume. Duh. <gasps> can we be Hashtag a squad goals. Can we be and you can be our grandson? Or the ice man. Or the, the ice or the man. shed. Rebecca's just going to walk around in a cardboard box with, like, tough shed. Careful. Somebody may tip you over and you get stuck in a ditch. (laughs) (laughs) Coming from personal experience. So, $20 for the full weekend or $10 for just a Sunday ticket. Wait, that's the whole event, not just the ball? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, the $20 gets you into the blue ball. If you want to experience Saturday and Sunday, it's a $20 ticket. Or a $10 ticket for just Sunday. So 40 bucks for the full... Yes, and it whammy. is like from the start of the day to the end of the day. They kick things off with a pancake breakfast. I thought they kicked things off with a blue ball. Sorry, Saturday morning and Sunday morning. Ah, ah, yes. Sorry. Okay. Blue ball happens Friday night. But they have a pancake breakfast every morning. Included cool in your that? ticket? Yes. What? I don't know. Let me list off the festivities. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they have the coffin races... How how do you do that? You. And how then, do I do that? <laughs> you get a team and watching the videos, it's like seven people because you've got six carrying and one in the coffin. Yeah? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Your yeah. pallbearers are raising <laughs> you. Yes. Over an obstacle course. What? It's so cool. Guys, like Ashley's face describes why I got so excited about All right, this topic. We need four more people. <laughs> well, our significant others. And then an additional person. 
that how much how much can bug carry <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like it's gonna be a child-free weekend yeah oh the person we will stay with in colorado there you go boom, boom. hey all right come be a pallbearer <laughs> yes for an obstacle <laughs> or, race or they could be in the coffin because they're tiny there we go perfect then you can do polar plunging no thank you yeah most people are in costume when they like plunge into the ice yeah. no i'll like run up to the water and make hey, 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 hey. just kidding i didn't even <laughs> like doing that in the summer like <laughs> i don't like change including temperature changes fair they have the frozen salmon tossing oh, can i eat them i'm sure you that could. was my question can we eat them i'm sure you like could. is it like the uh the Fisherman's Wharf in San Diego. San Francisco. San Francisco. All right, ready for this next one? Yes. Human foosball. Um, uh, so what? <gasps> yeah. It took me a second to remember what foosball was. I'm yes. sorry. Isn't that just called soccer? No. No. You're like. Do they have like a pole that you put your arms on? So I was watching videos on this and I didn't see a video of the human foosball, but I would imagine you're like all connected to something and you're like running around. Is it like God against the devil? Like, how does this work? What? Because you have, like, the sticks. Who's controlling the sticks? Or are you just, like, connected to the sticks? What is and... God against the devil? Because it's foosball. Who's... What does God against the devil mean? Who's controlling Who's playing? You? Oh. Because I can't I thought think... this was, like, a church game. I can't. No. It... No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of what entity is big enough. I mean, it could be Zeus against Poseidon. Or Hades. Zeus against Hades. Pot versus alcohol. There you go. It is in Colorado. This is true. All right, so we yep. don't know the details on human foosball, but it sounds like a blast. We, TBD. Yep. We'll um, let you guys know, like, March 20th. There is <laughs> a Fix a Frozen Flat contest where you have to change a frozen bicycle tire. Hagrid, this is uh, where you come uh, into play. A frozen bicycle tire? Uh-huh. There's a frozen t-shirt contest. Oh. No, it's where you have to compete to see who can get a frozen t-shirt on the fastest. Okay, okay, <laughs> I could do that. So we found Tiffany's event. <laughs> There's a brain freeze contest. No, thank you. Ice carving competition. That sounds Do they dangerous. give chainsaws? I think so. Mm, I'll do that. Icy turkey bowling. Ah, <laughs> yay! <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, do they like throw the turkey and like knock over like sweet potatoes or something? Ooh, that sounds like fun. I like it. It could be enjoyable. And um, I'm hungry. There's the newly dead game, which I think Ashley and I could ace. Is it like the newlywed? Oh, yes. yeah. There's the Frozen Dead Poet Society Open Readings. Oh. Rocky Mountain Oyster Eating Competition. Uh, nope. No, nope, thank you. Hagrid <laughs> might, uh, I don't know about a competition, but he's always wanted to try them. So. Why? Why not? Fair Why? <laughs> Why not? I, mm, mm. You only live once. Mm-hmm. And Co- you only get to go to the Frozen Dead Guide days. Once, once a year. A year. <laughs> there is a beard competition <gasps> hey i knew that would make ashley really happy so maybe we shouldn't bring Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait wait then who would enter the beer competition i would spectate <laughs> spectate hard oh i get it i get it now <laughs> there's the help out with those blue balls <laughs> <laughs> there it is oh there's a picture of human foosball we'll post it on instagram but let me get through the beard competition and then i'll show you guys yes the yes go gary there's the icy stash, which is for mustaches only. The mm. partially frozen, which is for goatee chops and etc. The full bredo, mm-hmm. which is for full beard with mustache. Yep, yep, yep. Wild ride, which is the styled beard or beards with styled mustaches. Uh, those are pretty amazing. Ashley wants a wild ride. 
and chicken broken. And it is all sponsored by a brewery, so I'm sure there's lots of cheers. Um, this is a picture of human foosball. Okay, so you just have to like hold, keep your hands in place, and you can move your lower half. Okay. So there's bars going across a field, and it looks like you have to put your hands on like certain marked parts of the bar, and then you can move your body without as long as you don't take your hands off. Is what it looks like to me. Yeah. So more about these beards. Oh well, that's all I have on the beards. Uh, but where are the pictures of the beards? So there are tents set up all around, and they've got cool names, um, like the like newly departed or stuff like that. The brain freeze tent. Yeah, but there's a tent. What I was really excited about that has local breweries, distilleries, and bacon vendors. Bacon vendors. That's all you need. I know, right? Isn't this like the coolest thing ever? And then um, ah. they have live music, and I already told you about the prices. Cheers. How cool does this sound? Yeah. Like we're going, right? Follow up coming by March of 2020. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I will try my best to make next year happen, but you know, kid and all that stuff. Well, and uh, there's talk about going to CrimeCon in June as well. So yes. Budget. Yes. Por qué no las dos? Do what? I'm assuming that's why not that both. Says, why not yeah. Because we have husbands and children. And budget. Alone and cat. And, yo, and therapy to pay for. Yo have gato. I, I can't Spanish. I'm sorry, Cookie Monster. <laughs> um, I have a cat. Christmas present? <laughs> What? I said un Navidad present. <laughs> Sing with Roldar I don't think makes it Spanish. Okay, we're Navidad. stopping. We're stopping before we insult more people. But no, I think it's no, a beautiful language and I'm jealous that yes. I can't speak it. I wish I took French for years, did not retain a bit of it. I wish I would so have taken did Spanish. Did the conductor Oh, good for him. Did he retain any of it? Um, he retained enough to read the manuals for his machines that are in French. <laughs> Priorities. That's the most conductor thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was Frozen Dead Guys Day, which I really want to go to. Yes. But I knew it was going to be a shorter segment. So to tie it into Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. I'm going to um, just give you a brief rundown on the National Thanksgiving Thanks. <laughs> Thanksgiving. You're having trouble with that word today. This wine is good. The National Thanksgiving. The National Thanksgiving Turkey Presentation. This is where I cite my source. I got this information from the White House Historical Association. This is where each year the president pardons a turkey on Thanksgiving. Why? Because they, the turkeys are presented to them like, hey, here's a turkey for your Thanksgiving meal, but it's a live turkey. And he's like, oh, you cute. You can go live at this farm. Turkeys are not cute. They're terrifying. But they've got the little... They're thing. terrifying. The, ma- the male ones will also flirt with anything that moves. Yes. So I relate. Include, and their reflection <laughs> as well. I relate so hard. All right. Do you know when that started? Do you have information on that? I do. Are okay. you ready for some? Yeah. Yep. As right. long as it doesn't involve 2018. <laughs> All right. So the our, first our current. Re- the first yep. recorded pardon was in 1863 by President Lincoln. Good job, sir. I know. Honest uh, Abe saving I, the turkeys. A tip of my top hat to you, sir. Indeed. Indubitably. <laughs> In the 1870s, a Rhode Island poultry dealer started sending well-fed birds to the White House for Thanksgiving. So that was like the first time they were like, you know, it seems like there's a market here for sending turkeys to the White House and I can get some good publicity and grow my business. And Honest Abe was like, no, no. 
<laughs> we don't want your turkey. Well, no, they kept going until <laughs> that guy died in 1913. And the opportunity to give a turkey to the president opened up to everyone. Uh-oh. And the gifts of turkey became established as a national celebration of good cheer. So people were, like, sending turkeys, like, with um, American flags draped over them or, like, dressing up their turkeys to be very patriotic and sending them to the White House. See, and I thought this tied to Ben Franklin. I didn't see anything about that on the White House Historical Association where I got all my information. Really? Because he he initially wanted the national bird to be the turkey. Cool. Look at you, Ravenclaw. I like having you around. I prefer the eagle. Thank you. Cheers. I mean, I'm not saying the eagle is a better choice. I'm just saying that's what Benjamin Franklin wanted. Even though we do have a turkey in the White House right now. <laughs> Ashley's making her feelings very known. <laughs> I don't care. I think if you haven't picked up on it at this point. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. Wink. <laughs> don't just do us politics around the Thanksgiving table, but the podcast table is fine. Drink wine until you can't remember why you're angry. Or drink wine until <laughs> it just comes out. <laughs> you put all your feelings out there. Good news is family loves you through and through. They should. They should. Oh, I'm going to be with family when this... It's fine. Everything's fine. Just distract them. Talk to them about Frozen Dead Guys Day and not about (laughs) presidents. All right. So any of the other episodes we have released. (laughs) It's fine. Everything's fine. President Truman is commonly claimed to be the originator of pardoning traditions, but there's no evidence to prove this. And there's actually evidence proving that he said, like, I can't wait to enjoy these birds. So he wasn't the originator. Understandable. Truman. Oh, hey, I have notes that I forgot about, even though I wrote them today, claim, or like justifying why he was thought to be the originator. This idea stems from the government pushing poultryless Thursdays starting in September of 1947. The government? Yeah, they were like pushing this idea of like a poultryless. So I bet you the government's what? real happy with Meatless Monday. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we did that. Yeah. But this only lasted until November because homemakers, restaurant owners, and poultry industry were outraged. Um, and then the poultry growers started sending the crates. poultry growers? Yeah, that's what it said on the website <laughs> at the White House Historical Association. Make I'm so sure you give your poultry plenty of water and sun. Um, I know too much about chicken houses. So let's continue on away from that. Um, <laughs> poultry growers, growers started sending crates of live chickens called hens for Harry to the White House in oh protest. My God. How many chickens did he end up with? A lot. <laughs> so they ate real good for a while. Yeah, but the effort to promote poultryless Thursdays was deflated when it was pointed out that Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Day all fell on Thursday that year. Oh. Oops. Yeah. When else are you going to eat turkey? <laughs> Wait, you eat turkey for New Year's? Some people do. Some people have like big dinners. I eat vodka. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. No, New Year's Day. Oh, New Year's Day. I thought that, oh, was, I thought that was black eyed pea soup. We're in the South. Black eyed peas and collard greens. greens. Yeah. Or and Taco hang- Bell to cure your hangover. Taco Bell does not cure a hangover. No. It, okay, you need the greasy. Um, Taco Bell is before I fall asleep. For me, it's Fair. Jimmy John's. Look That's at probably you much being better. healthy. There's nothing healthy about it. It's but like, I want the bacon, I want the mayo, <laughs> and. You know, and they deliver at 3 a.m. Yep. Y'all are so lucky. Uh, they don't deliver Nothing to my delivers house. to my house. Yeah, I was real upset. I actually, that was one of the downsides of buying this house. I almost said no, but I really love this house. Um, <laughs> you specifically looked at what delivered to your Dude, house. Jimmy John's is the business. I know. <gasps> They're pickles. 
are amazing. God. If you want to send us things, send us a jar of Jimmy John's pickles, and Rebecca will love you forever. Yum. All right. So. Not a euphemism. <laughs> anyway. So the presentation of Turkey that year, since, you know, they were trying to, like, make fun of him for pushing all of this, and they kept sending him birds. Um, the presentation of Turkey that year established an annual news niche that endures today. That kind of promoted the whole, like, every Thanksgiving we're going to send the president of Turkey, and it became, like, something that news media outlets were like, all right, we're going to flock to. God, I love you. <laughs> Best friend right there. Oh, boy. All right. So. In 1963, President Kennedy said to the tur- said of the turkey presented said to him to the turkey <laughs> said to the turkey a gobble gobble a gobble gobble there you go I don't know what's it you oh. <laughs> so, able to recreate the turkey sound <laughs> he said of the turkey presented to him let's keep him going and that kind of started a trend. I thought Honest Abe was the first one to pardon a turkey. He was the first one to pardon a turkey, but then skip a few generations, and in 1963, it happened again. And then they were like, all right, let's make this a thing. Now you listen. Well, I mean, people, what was the president? Nixon. uh, Kennedy. I was about to say, people don't like Nixon. No. Well, Well, Nixon was my next note. Nixon was my next note. That's why I said him. During the later years of Nixon presidency, Patricia Nixon accepted the turkeys on behalf of the president, and in 1973, she sent the bird to Oxen Hill Children's Farm. So instead of accepting the turkey like, oh, thank you for this gift, we're going to cook him for dinner, she was like, mm, we're just going to thank you. Let's send it to a children's petting zoo so that it can run after the children. But you said children's farm. <laughs> where do you get your children, Rebecca? That's where I don't. I have a cat. <laughs> Just wait until you're ready to be a mom, then you're going to go to the little children's, children's farm, farm and pick out the one you want. Hello, sage and wine. <laughs> oh, man. All right. In 1978, the turkey presented to Rosalind Carter met a similar fate when it was sent to Evans Farm Inn to live in a mini zoo. A mini zoo. Yeah. Not the full zoo. No. Just, just the mini one. So, after 1981, the practice of sending the presentation turkey to a farm became the norm under Ronald Reagan. And in 1989, the presidential pardon, quote-unquote, became the official term when President George H.W. Bush said, and I quote, But let me assure you, in this fine Tom Turkey, that he will not end up on anyone's dinner table. Not this guy. He's granted a presidential pardon as of right now, and allow him to live out his day on a children's farm not far from here. Happy Thanksgiving! But you know why he did that? Well, to keep appearances. The president, uh, they were pardoning turkeys before that, so it was kind of like to keep up appearances. But there were actually a group of animal activists standing outside during this, like, chanting at him. So he was like, ah, eh, we're going to pardon this guy. And you then get we'll, the just official go, presidential we'll just go pardon. get another one at Publix down the street. It's fine. There's another one already cooking. It's fine. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, but that's what, uh, that's the history of the presidential pardon of the turkey. God save the turkeys. And... Just for fun, because I knew this was just going to be kind of a hodgepodge, I have a little bit of information on another festival, not really festival, American tradition that I thought was really cool. <clears throat> Let me pull out my phone. Here come the screenshots. A Thanksgiving tradition? No. Oh. I know. I only had one Thanksgiving tradition. Although there was a turkey mentioned in the Frozen Dead Guys days. Dead guy days. There was. Mm-hmm. You bowl with them. You do. That's what happens when the president pardons a turkey. Oh, he gets sent to Colorado. <laughs> bowl to Colorado to bowl with. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. All right. 
So, in Alaska, oh, Tom. there is a thing called the Nanana. 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 <laughs> the Nanana Ice Classic. Uh, of course there is. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. My hair just brushed against my back and freaked me out. <laughs> I'm not used to it being this long, and I just took it down. Sorry. Na-na-na-na? Na-na-na-na. All right. So, the na-na-na. Na-na-na-na. Na-na-na-na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. I did it. <laughs> You're so Rebecca good. started one. I'm so proud of you. One I'm sorry. Na-na-na-na turkey? One of us. Yes. Na-na-na-na. Um, <laughs> so... Ice on the Tananana River in Alaska accumulates more than a meter deep during the winter. Back in 1906, six people in the city of Nananana bet on the exact time and the exact day that the ice would break in the spring. Uh, a decade later, a small group of railroad engineers fired up the ice pool again, and it's become an annual event every since. So every year, they're like, you know what? Let's see when the ice is going to break. I'm going to put a dollar on. I'm going to put a dollar on. Da, 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 da. So... From a prize of $800 in 1916. That's a lot of money back then. Yeah. The winnings have upped just a tad, hitting a high in 2014 with a record of $364,627. Holy moly. Yeah. And there's a webcam that refreshes every 30 seconds to where you can keep up on what's happening with the ice. It's like watching paint dry, but, you know, colder. It's kind of like waiting for April the Giraffe to give birth. Yeah. Oh, God. I watched way too much. Or the eagle that the was eagle waiting nest on it in Rome. Yeah. yeah. So tickets are sold from February 1st through April 5th of each year throughout Alaska. And all of the profits go to a nonprofit charitable gaming organization. Okay. Uh, okay. It yeah. is Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. The ice pool actually took a break until 1916. And then the railroaders, you know, revived it. After word of the lottery spread to towns along the local roadway. (laughs) So along the railway, people heard about this. They were like, cool, I want to join. Um, (laughs) The lottery was opened up to residents of the Alaska and Yukon territories in 1917. And that is as far as it goes. So you and I can't bet on it. Lame. It's just, yeah, people there. What I if know. I want to wager on the Iceman? Well, do I, I have mean, to move to Alaska? Yeah, you, it's not the Iceman. The Iceman was part of Frozen Dead Guy Days. The ice break? There you go. So last year, there were 35 winning tickets. 35 people guessed the exact day and time. Yep. So. Yeah, that happens every year. Huh. And it usually breaks in, like, May. Early May. Can we get a chart of when the breakage generally occurs? I looked for one. I could only find a chart of how thick the ice was during the, like, open register time frame. Hmm. But, yeah. So there are my three little funky events that happen in America. Festivals. Yeah. So now we have things to look forward to. Mostly the frozen dead guy days. Yeah. Yep. Mark. Which wait, you said that that one in Alaska usually happens in April. Yeah, so but you have to be like, a resident. Work our way up to Colorado, uh-huh. and then drive from Colorado to Alaska. Nope. <gasps> Ooh, oh, we've got to drive through Canada to get there, and we can stop by our tattoo artist and get our <gasps> tattoos. Yay! Yay! Where's your tattoo artist? He moved to Canada. Where in Canada? Um, up above, I want to say Michigan. Yeah, that's not the same direction. If you go straight up from Colorado it's and over a little bit. It's closer than we would be from Georgia. It's, is it, though? 
I don't know. Look at you asking questions. Sorry. Hopefully he comes back here. We yeah. already missed that opportunity. We discussed that. Anyway. But yeah, that's that's my topic. I know Duh. it was kind of a hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. But I was okay. real excited about it. Yay. It is symbolic of the hodgepodge that is brought to the Thanksgiving dinner table when all your friends and family gather and bring a meal for you to enjoy and be thankful for. That's my best friend. You go best friend. I'm That's so right. proud. Thanks. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. I Yay. hope you guys really enjoy it. And I know the three of us won't be together on Thanksgiving, which makes me want to cry. But I hope no. you enjoy your we'll time with We'll Snapchat each other. You'll right. be glad I'm not here. We'll be getting away. Why? I won't get you... snaps of your cat if you're away. I That's mean... part of, like, my favorite part of the day is getting snaps <laughs> of your cat. <laughs> Let's be real, Rebecca. That's the only reason that she has you on Snapchat, okay? Aww. Love you, mean it. <laughs> Why would we be glad that you're gone? Because my Thanksgivings are crazy. That doesn't mean we don't want you with us. There. Here's the deal. This is the first time I'm going to be hosting Thanksgiving. I love you both, but I'll probably be real thankful to have less people at the house. Fair. I think you'll be aight. Oh, I'm sure we will. Because we've this. already got people who are like, I'm going to bring these three things. Well, I'm going to bring these three things. And I'm like, sweet, we'll bring a turkey. Yep. Whenever we've hosted in the past, that's what we've done. We've mm-hmm. always just done the turkey and had everybody bring. Yep. And of course, we always say just do the turkey and we end up making other stuff too. Well, but, I've already got a well, list yeah. of things I want to make right. on the side. But yeah, I'm real yeah. excited. Well, I'm thankful for you, ladies. Oh, yeah. Real quick before we leave. What are you thankful for this Wine. Thanksgiving? <laughs> All right, Rebecca, wait for me to finish. <laughs> I'm thankful She's for like, wine. year-round wine. That's what Rebecca is thankful for. Let's be um, honest. It's wine. Fair. Yeah. I'm Gus. Thank- I'm thankful for wine and Gus as well. <laughs> Reasons she's friends with me. Wine Gus. and Gus. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's p- the Pinky Lee. Yes. Yes. And Gus. Yeah. That's it. And your technical <laughs> skills. You are... I'm actually very grateful for you. I Aww. didn't think that um, you would like me very much because I'm a hard person to like. So whenever you and Ashley started to hit it off, I was a little jealous because that's my best friend over there. And when people get close to her, I'm like, back off my woman. Um, <laughs> it's like, Who but, the hell are you? But you accepted uh-huh. me too. So it's then it's fine. like, oh, you're weird too. This yes. is awesome. Yes. One of us. One, One of us. us. So yeah, I'm thankful for both of you. Cheers. 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 Our plastic cheers again. I don't have plastic. You're brave. Well, <laughs> aren't you special? My um, husband bought me a new cup. Let's see. I am, I really, really am thankful for the podcast and yes. this opportunity. And not just as an escape. No, 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 no. It's, I'm yeah. thankful <laughs> for the escape for an excuse to get together once a week with you guys and mm-hmm. drink wine and shoot the shit. I'm also really thankful that there's people out there that we've never actually met in person that listen. listen. To Not us. even that, but just like they gave us a chance and hopefully continued. And I'm thankful that we we're given an opportunity to have a platform to hopefully uh, teach somebody something and help them either feel like they're not alone or learn something that they didn't know about before. So basically, Ashley is dug from up going, I just met you and I, I love you. you. <laughs> Just don't Fair. throw me out of the house, okay? Because that part up makes me cry. I'm sorry that she died, but when he kicks Doug out, I roll cry. Real cry. Real tears. <laughs> okay. Tiffany? I would like to piggyback off of both of you and say I'm grateful for everything you guys have mentioned. 
But I'm also really grateful to have a good support system. And whether it be... And who would they be? It would be you guys. <laughs> My husband, who, Lord help him, he is... um He's put up with a lot for me lately, and he does it all very well i appreciate him dearly and my family and i'm actually the people who have gotten back to us and been like i really like what you guys are doing like that has been a huge help yeah that makes me feel really good so we have a top three i think so far when we're recording when we're recording this we've only got two episodes out Um, yeah we're about to release our third and we've got three people who reach out to us every time and are like uh four people who reach out to us and say like I really like this. Or, Rebecca, why don't you know who Ziggy Stardust is? And Hi, wine and shoes. <laughs> and I'm sorry. You for... Yeah. We love, love you. you. Big hearts on for you guys. Oh, I've got a heart on for mm, you. Heart. Heart. Heart ta-ta on. Heart ta-ta-ta. Heart ta-ta-ta. For you. And you and you and you. Ta-da. Well, on that note... Yay. Remember, guys, everyone has something that they think is strange. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Ladies of Strange, Twitter at Ladies of Strange, or email them to us at theladiesofstrange at gmail.com. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and if you listen elsewhere and want us there, let us know. Don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, review, and tell us we're doing a great job. Keep it strange, lovelies. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Turkey Day! Happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat the green bean casserole. Oh, Oh, no! (laughs) Save it for us. Yes, send us your green bean casserole, except for don't. Don't. No. Let's not. No. Bye-bye! Bye-bye! Go hug your family. Bye.